it's your boy dreams from the notorious mass effect whether you're a gamer anime fan or pop culture aficionado loot crate's got you covered founded in 2012 loot crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes loot crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment gaming sports and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates produce interactive experiences and digital content and film original video productions in its first five years loot crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe no matter what you geek about loot crate has a subscription box for you exclusive collectibles apparel and gear delivered to your door so why wait subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com. My dog bought a plane, said let's go to Paris. That's where baguettes are from, French bread that's long and narrow. I like the other definition, rectangular carrots. The concept of the song is rather esoteric. This girl said in Grenada we should go get married. Broke the meaning down of the Virgin Mary. And you got your own place. My favorite part of the night when you text me that you made it home safe. I'm contemplating at the home base How I'm used to breakfast in the ghetto sipping OJ That's a picture right there, a moment in time Before anybody wanted a photo of mine Before the internet energy and social decline Destroyed the vibe, fooling us with the headlines Keeping us blind Vultures eat you alive Take heed to the signs Wishing I find One city, one country, one state Some place to be nobody so by the bars, you could probably already tell that we're going to be getting to one of the OGs in rap of hip-hop, definitely with the flow. I don't even know. It definitely gave it away. As Nas himself has released his sequel to his Grammy-winning album, King's Disease, and King's Disease 2. This album has a lot of features from Lauryn Hill to Eminem to... Um, a, I think, was it A Boogie? I don't know. I think A Boogie was on this. Let me see. Yeah, A Boogie with the hoodie. Um, I was going to say Fabio, but I think he was on the first album. He even went as far as putting the producer himself on one of the tracks, Hit Boy, on track 13, Composure, for some reason. Because I guess Hit Boy is slowly trying to pull a Kanye by trying to rap over his own beats, which... I mean, you saw what it, where how it worked for Kanye, but Kanye, if there is a definition of anomaly, a picture of Kanye would probably pop up. So, as far as King's Disease 2, the track list is very, like, concise. 15 tracks, not too long, definitely not too short. Listening to this over and over, I feel like the first half is more up-tempo for the people who really like to listen to like upbeat music when they're trying to work out or something the second half is more of Nas's pocket where they slow the beat down he's just rapping getting his bars off which that track I just played but before I started this segment it was more of like a slower type beat because he was just rapping over a slow beat and it, I feel like that's more of his pocket but I wish more of his pocket was the first half of the album because the way that he raps over Death Row East and YKTV, like those are just some of some of my favorite parts 
from uh from the album and definitely epmd too i like that was like i like the epmd flow he used was definitely my favorite so for him to come back to epmd too use the same flow with different words it just it's kind of like a little baby effect like same flow but different words for nas same flow different words but he's really saying more than all these other rappers like he's definitely on a different tier when it comes to actually putting words together so 15 tracks track number one the pressure the pressure i feel like wasn't the best of intros i mean it was slow for me i feel like he could have put death row east as the first track because i really enjoyed that track like a lot but um anyways i'm skipping (laughs) track number one the pressure i thought was solid but i felt like he could have used another track to to really kick off the album more but i guess it made sense as the second half kind of slowed down so you don't want to just think you don't want to like um you don't want to try to fool your art your audience and, and try to make them think that this is going to be an up-tempo out album the whole time so i guess that made sense but then we get into track number two where i thought the album started this track is amazing the whole message of the track the whole the information was there it was kind of like medicine in the candy type rapping and Nas flow on this type of beat was crazy I mean it wasn't like something I never heard before but it was usually when Nas raps it's not one of those type of oh you can like dance to it like usually when Nas rap it's, it's more of like just you're just listening for the bars you know you're not really listening to for a party atmosphere you know what I mean so Nas is not the party music type of, of artist. And I think it's always been apparent that that was... I mean, people say he had bad beats for the longest, which was a, a crazy take. Because I've listened to some of his tracks in the past, and I thought the beats was, like, pretty good. Even now, like, even nowadays. But um, Death Row East, his whole f- bop in the, in the chorus was just amazing. And that's kind of what I'm going to play. I'm going to play the beginning of death row east and that's going to be my first snippet out of three for this album like i do for every other album so here is death row east by nas right now yeah yeah hold up kd2 hey hold up come on whoa right back at this right back Right back, hold up, whoa High on life, drunk off dark liquor Getting eerie, like I threw on Thriller I'm a hard hitter, Rolex clocks and killers Holding the order, I'm praying God delivers I had runners with Shug, would've been Shug At the height of the beef, they started death from East Damn, I even saw they tease on some of my G's Notorious label, the story was made in the streets Now it's real life movies So yeah, and then he after that he just went on to go crazy like in the whole throughout the whole track he, he told a whole story and throughout the whole time it, it was definitely a vibe like the the it was like a bop to it the way that he was rapping you can even hear that at the beginning beginning when the beat started off you could you could tell how it was a bop like throughout the whole track so it was more of like a i don't know it, it was more it, it was it was a different type of tempo for nas definitely but that's what Hit Boy is for, and that's why, I mean, I feel like that's why he won a Grammy for the King's Disease 1, because, I mean, we never really heard Nas over these type of beats. Even though I, I did compliment his beats, overall, I would say he didn't have the best beat selection, but with Hit Boy, that's taken care of. Because <laughs> Hit Boy, he, he definitely knows what he's doing. He's up there with, like, Metro and them. He may be above them, honestly, at this point. 
track number three, 40 Side. I like 40 Side. I thought it was a solid track. And that's all I really have for it. Track number four, EPMD2 featuring Eminem and EPMD. Now, I don't know if I'm just, excuse my ignorance, but I had no idea that EPMD was an actual rap artist. I don't even know if it's a group artist. I, I still don't know what, like, what his verse was so short that it was just like, who is this person? You know what I mean? Because Eminem went what seemed like for days on this track. EPMD had a short, like he literally, like Nas even came back in and had bars before Eminem went. So it was kind of weird. I was like, who is who is EPMD and why why is he on the track if he's gonna have such a short part? But I guess it makes sense because the track is called EPMD two. So now you have to make it up and put him on a. I don't know. But uh, I thought Eminem had one of the better verses on this album. Of course, with Eminem, there's a lot of different flows that he uses. The last flow that he uses before the track ends, I'm definitely not a fan of. I th- I'm definitely not a fan of. I, I definitely don't um, think that he really understood that this was more of a bop than, than a lyricism display, but he definitely went crazy. Like At the beginning, I like that flow. The second flow I like, the third flow not so much, and then the last flow is just like, okay, I'm done. Like we get it, you can rap. But um for the for the first two flows, I was like, this man's going crazy. Going crazy. So uh I'ma play a little bit of Nas verse and, and I'ma play a little bit of Eminem's uh first flow or maybe second. Maybe first and second. I don't know. I'ma play a little bit of EPMD too. Let me just say that. I'm play the snippet. So here is EPMD uh EPMD two featuring Eminem and the other artists. <laughs> Dog just playing. Uh featuring Eminem and EPMD. Which is kind of confusing. Like who 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 is EPMD? But anyways, let's get into the track right now. At my restaurant, tied in from AZ to Davies. You know, my thoughts get crazy. My teachers, they couldn't grade me. I know some Haitians in Dade County got choppers in Haiti. She booked a flight to Columbia, made a body amazing. Just to post it on Tumblr. This is the summer. I don't care what you coming with me and here, boy, running. Big gold rope chains, but they flooded now. Yeah, pull up with the ghost like a haunted house. She getting scary blood on my hands like Carrie might walk through a cemetery to see where hip hop is buried. I said it was dead, but it faked his death like Machiavelli. You see letters in red splatter, look like sauce and spaghetti. Yeah, ready? EPMD, we're back in business. Living in cramped conditions, we'll give you ammunition. I stock those shelves, I got those shelves like Taco Bell, and I'm not gonna fail. I got no else like Christmas, you don't wanna make the claws come out. Y'all should call yourself Santa. None of y'all are real, not a single one. Like a dollar bill, it's like you're in the pellet court. She's on a pill, we got a bond and shield. Never bail on me, not even out of jail. EPMD, for me, I got some chills. Just a lot of skrill. Lady, my paper's so crazy, I just tossed the mill out the window with my mobile on the fucking freeway on the way here. Off in his homies when they're pulling the sleigh. Yeah, that's a lot of bucks flying when I'm making it rain, dear. Green on me, but no weird shorty. So, yeah, after that, I didn't really care too much for Eminem's verse, but at the beginning, he definitely came in and went crazy. I don't. I don't know how you tell Eminem to like cut the last two flows off without him just getting the, um, upset. So, I understand why Nas just let him go. Like, he was just like, just let. Just let the man go. Just let him. Just let him get his 35 flows off. But, <laughs> but anyways, overall, I felt like that was a standout on the whole album, which is definitely represented in the sales. Um, I really think, for the most part, it's because Eminem's on the track. Why the sales are so high? Like, just to be honest, Eminem, I think, is the highest-selling rapper ever. So that should tell you all you need to know about hip hop. Like, 
imagine <laughs> anyways i'm gonna keep my comments actually it is a podcast so i'm supposed to tell say my comments but with eminem I mean, you know, he's a, a white rapper, so <laughs> so he's like the most famous white rapper, and he has the most sales, and all the other artists under him are either black or different than white, so it's kind of like white privilege? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Anyways, uh, track number five, Rare, so we're going to get into Rare as this track is has three different beats, I believe. The last beat on Rare is like the best beat on this whole album. And it's a shame because we only got 30 seconds of that. And I felt like Rare could have been like crazy if he used that third beat throughout the whole track. Because he even had a chorus for the third beat. And I don't know, it was just fire overall. Like that's why I don't like when rappers, if it's not the intro, don't split up the like don't split up the beats. Like there's no reason to split up a beat because just make it two different songs. Like it's just I don't know if it's lazy, but it feels like it's lazy because like when you listen to a beat, you get a whole different sense of a flow. So when you listen to another beat, you you want to change up your flow for that beat or else if you're like some other type of rapper and just have one flow. But uh when you're like a really good rapper <laughs> and trying to be like a a great rapper, you have multiple flows for different beats. For the three beats on this track, he definitely switches it up. In the third one, he just goes crazy, but it's only 30 seconds of that. So it's just like, if that was a whole song, it would have went crazy. But anyways, I digress. Track number six, YKTV, featuring A Boogie with the hoodie and YG. Now, if you would have told me that A Boogie with the hoodie was still making music, I would have told you that you was lying, like, to your face. So, um, A Boogie with the hoodie somehow made it onto King Disease 2. I guess him and Nas must have a good relationship, judging by this. Um, but YKTV, I feel like, I don't know. Um, the, the, the biggest thing with YK, YKTV is he really, Nas really pinpoints the fact that what if rappers wrapped over different beats and it kind of goes back to my point about rappers like having different sense of vibes when they listen to different beats like different sense of flows if you're a good rapper if you're just like a rapper that just uses one flow then i'm not talking about the mediocre rappers but for for nas he was just talking about what if uzi was on a primo beat and then talking about some other artists what if they was on another beat and then so for him to have a boogie on here a boogie on here with YG is definitely um, it, it definitely adds to that as you have a legacy artist you have a new up-and-coming artist and then you have another legacy artist and they're all on one track rapping over a hit boy beat so it kind of just added to that track which is why I have it as the third snippet for the album actually I lied I don't have it for the third snippet of the album the third snippet for the album is kind of like a special uh, treat because Track number well, so we're just gonna continue with the album album review. Track number seven, store run. I thought that track was okay. This is when track number seven down is when it started to slow up. And for me, for me, I like when Nas raps, but I feel like Hit Boy added a whole different dynamic to Nas that updated his style to fit today's culture, like the modern culture. So when he goes back to this, slowing down beats and rapping over. They're not like terribly slow, but like, it's just like, I'm not gonna. The replay value, I think went way down from here. Track number seven, Store Run, I thought was just okay. 
track number no track number seven and track number eight i thought they was both okay nothing too crazy but definitely not bad none of these tracks was bad i just just wasn't for me then we got to track number nine and when i saw a feature in lauren hill you know the 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 artist that made what is it called doo-wop or in parentheses that thing i think if you look up that thing like the actual track has in parentheses that thing <laughs> like honestly so with lauren hill on here i was like wow he's gonna get lauren hill on here she's gonna be singing may even give a verse but i was totally mistaken not only did she not sing she gave a verse that was like 32 bars or or i i don't even i think i lost count at one point i was trying to count the bars and i was just like wow she's just still going so that's the longest snippet that i'm gonna play for this album like as out of all my snippets i believe this is the longest one because i want to play lauren hill's verse because you don't ever get like a lauren hill feature because she's she says she's doing something better so i believe her not like i'm just i just don't know what it is but she says she's doing something better and i believe her as her rapping over this is just like she could still rap like even today which i never even doubted but at the same time with my age and the, and the artists I listen to, I kind of like move on. So it's not like I'm looking back like, oh, I wish Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill would drop. It's not really my cup of tea. Like I listen to that thing. I think it's one of the greatest songs of like, that thing is one of the greatest songs like ever, like ever made. <laughs> I think it's called Doo-Wop or something like that. I don't even know if I'm saying the name right. But that track is one of the greatest tracks ever made. It's up there with like graduation with Kanye. Like it's literally that good. But anyways, let's play this current verse from Lauren Hill where she just went off. So here is the snippet from Nobody. Well, no, this is a snippet with the track called Nobody with Nas and Lauren Hill. All my time is spent focused on my freedom now. Why would I join them when I know that I can beat them now? They put their words on me and they can eat them now. That's probably why they keep on telling me I'm needed now. They tried to box me out while taking what they want from me. I spent too many years living too uncomfortably. Making room for people who didn't like the labor But wanted the spoils, greedy, selfish behavior Now let me give it to you, balanced it with clarity I don't need to turn myself into a parody I don't I do not do what you do for popularity They clearly didn't understand when I said I get out apparently My awareness like Keanu in the Matrix I'm saving souls and y'all complaining about my lateness Now it's illegal for someone to walk in greatness They want the same, they want the same, but they don't take risks Now the world will get to see its own reflection And the anointed can Pursue their own direction And if you're wrong and you're too proud to hear correction Walk into the hole you dug yourself a projection See me in my freedom taking all my land back They said a lot against me thinking I just stand back I got my legs beneath me, I got my hands back A lot of people sabotaged, they couldn't stand that I turned the other cheek, I took blow after blow There's so much crisis in the world cause you reap what you sow When you keep what you know is meant for someone else did you dig for them? You might just end up in yourself. I'm in the secret place. I keep a sacred space. It's your boy dreams from the notorious Mass Effect. Whether you're a gamer, anime fan, or pop culture aficionado, Loot Crate's got you covered. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates. Produce interactive experiences in digital content and film original video productions. In its first five years, Loot Crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe. 
No matter what you geek about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. Exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door. So why wait? Subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away. Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com. Like she's still going. I can't play the whole thing because it's just like she just keeps going. But the whole verse was phenomenal. Definitely one of the best verses of the year. Not just on this album of the year. Lauren Hill is literally one of the greatest artists ever. So for her to come back and not even miss a beat with this verse is kind of crazy. Like I wonder how many times she laid it down. I wonder how many times she went over the verse. How many? How long it took her to write it to to let to like vocally lay it how she wanted it. All that I was just like amazed with. Like Lauren Hill is is one of those is just one of the greatest ever so yeah there's that so that track was really Lauren Hills like Nas was just, Nas was just on there it's kind of like when you listen to Lim Lemon Pepper freestyle and you hear Rick Ross for like 10 seconds and Drake just goes on for five minutes of straight rapping that's kind of how I felt with this Nas was on here for a good amount definitely longer than Rick Ross's verse but <laughs> um Lauren Hill just took the track and just went it was definitely Lauren Hill's track so anyways Moving on, track number 10, No Phony Love featuring Charlie Wilson. Now this was a good track. I really like this. Um, I feel like if it's gonna be a slow track, I don't feel like Nas is the best with feature, with um, with choruses. So having Charlie Wilson on here, the way that he did definitely helped the track out a lot. Track number 11, Brunch on Sundays featuring Blast. Same thing I said with track number 10, the way that Nas kind of struggles with choruses with on on slow beats i feel like uh i feel like blast helped out a lot track number 12 count me in that track was probably the worst on the album but it still wasn't bad it was just okay track number 13 composure featuring hit boy i don't know why he let hit boy on this like rap on his album i guess because if if a producer basically he, i mean he didn't give nas a, a grammy because nas still had a rap but if you get a Grammy for your first time and it's because it's produced solely by this one person for the next sequel on that album, I guess you should probably let him rap if he asks. So I'm pretty sure that Hit Boy asked because this is not the first time he's tried to rap over his beat. I think he did that with Hit Boy, with uh, Fabio, Big Sean, and Hit Boy. If you look that up, I think it's called Salute. He tried to rap over that beat too, which he wasn't bad. But at the same time, when you're a producer, unless you're like Kanye, people really don't want to hear you rapping rapping over your own beat. Like, why not just start rapping when you first was making beats and, and pull a rust and say you made everything in the equipment? <laughs> uh, track number 14, My Bible. Honestly, this was a good track. It just wasn't like the replayability factor. Kind of like with Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly the bars on here is like fantastic phenomenal but the replay value not for all of them there's a lot of replay value in the first half of this album but for the second half the replay value goes down a lot in my opinion and i feel like with 14 and 15 that kind of sums it up because it was great bars but at the same time it wasn't something that i was just like wow i can't believe he he like, I can't wait to play this again while I'm in the, in the car. Like, it's not one of those. Like, YKTV, EPMD2, Death Row Ease, those are tracks that I still have on repeat. But track number 14, My Bible, and track number 15, Nas is Good, which is the last track off of this album. I felt like it was great bars, low replay value. 
So as far as the whole album, I would give this, I don't give scores, but <laughs> but King's Disease 2 is a great album. Definitely a contender for album of the year. Well, no, no, not album of the year. One, one of the best albums of the year because I think album of the year right now, I think I, I've already said it, J. Cole's off season. And that, that, that album was just phenomenal by, by Jermaine. So <laughs> with Nas, I don't know. I would have to look, but I, I believe it would definitely go in my top five. I have to look, but Nas King's Disease is definitely a contender for one of the best albums of the year, and I feel like it will be up there when the I don't know because Kanye is about to drop, Drake's about to drop. The weekend it was talking about dropping his album, and you know the weekend had the the best. I feel like the weekend had the best album last year with uh, After Hours. So. The weekend's just hard to beat in general. Like he's just one of the greatest. Nas is one of the greatest too, but like, come on, it's the weekend. So um I'll have to look at my list to see where this goes on my top five. But I believe that King's Disease 2 is definitely one of the best albums of the year. So yeah, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of King's Disease 2 by Nas? And what was your favorite track off of the album? Now we're going to switch it up and get into Apex Legends Season 10. It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Whether you're a gamer, anime fan, or pop culture aficionado, Loot Crate's got you covered. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates. Produce interactive experiences and digital content and film original video productions. In its first five years, Loot Crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe. No matter what you geek about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. Exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door. So why wait? Subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away. Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com. 